I'm Kelsey, and you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. My flight attendant for this second episode in May, is it? Yes, this is my second episode in May, is my pal Charlie. Hello. Hello. I'm so glad you came to join me. Can I tell Um, people how we know each other? You sure can. Charlie and I dated when we were 25 and 23, respectively, so like literally a thousand years ago, right? Is that how old we were? Uh, no, I was 22, 21 and 22. I had just... So I must have been 24. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. We were very young. It was a very long time ago. Let's just put it that way. And we're still pals. So good job, us. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we had a little bit of a... a, little bit of a couple of years where we didn't really speak much, but then uh, a couple of years ago we were able to reconnect. And Yeah. And I mean, like it helps when there's like some time and distance and you don't live in Maine anymore. So like, you know, yeah, it does the thing that you need it to do. So, mm-hmm. so Charlie and I have known each other for like a thousand bajillion years, literally. And when I was asking new friends to join me for my perpetual online recording these days, Charlie volunteered to help out. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And just so that everyone knows, we are still remote recording through the end of May. Starting in June, we will still be remote recording, but hopefully Kate will actually be able to technology. So hopefully Kate will be back with me in June. But before we take off, I do need to complete our pre-flight checklist real quick. Just so everyone knows. We updated the website like this week. I did a whole bunch of work. So head on over to pilotlights.com and check out pages. We've got pages for sponsors, monthly giveaways, and we have a pre-sale on our Gal Pals t-shirt right now. So you can go check that out. It is an amazing Lisa Frank style illustration of Kate and I with a TV and joints and snacks and like everything that we've ever loved on a t-shirt and it's incredible. So you can go over to our website and pre-order that, or you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash pilot lights. I updated our support tiers. I get to grow a plant for the first time ever. And that's going to be some of our Patreon content. It's going to be like updates on how my plant is doing and tips and tricks from the, the growers that we're getting it from and stuff like that. Check that out. Leave us a review on Apple, iTunes, Podcast Place, wherever you listen, five stars, a review. That's what helps me on the business end of things. That's like literally all. It doesn't matter what you say. It's just so that we can show up on the charts, which helps us get more sponsors. So that's all of our like fun pre-roll stuff there. Haha, <laughs> pre-roll. <laughs> I'm funny, Charlie. <laughs> you don't. No, you are. It just hit me, though. <laughs> so you're smoking. Yeah. You're in Ohio. Is le- is yeah. weed legal there? Like, well, tell me your situation. So dispensaries just popped up this year. Uh, okay. I want to say in January. It's medically legal. So it's it's a gray area because when the when the vote came up, you could vote to let it grow here but not sell here, or let it sell here but not grow here. Um, so you have to have a green card and basically dispensaries are open. CBD was uh, allowed two years ago. And so at this point, it's pretty much legal. Are you smoking yeah. anything like special fancy that you like want to tell me about? Or should I just tell you about mine? <laughs> I'm just calling this the weed I got from Scott. 
Got um, it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know that I'm not, I don't know all the types of weed. When The last time I went and smoked with you, you showed me 13 different types. <laughs> it's like a suitcase worth of weed. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I, I do enjoy smoking, but I'm not that well-versed about the type. I think this is a sativa, though. Great. I believe it. It, it smells delicious. Great. I love that you won't fall asleep on me. Probably. Probably. <laughs> well, about half an hour before we started recording, I got home from picking up my snack slash dinner and I ate some sour gummies here that I have from King Custis Kitchen. I actually, my stoner sponsor today is Vacation Land Genetics. They're on Instagram. I'll link to them in our show notes. And they work with King Custis Kitchen to distribute their stuff. These are their sour gummies. They're a one-to-one THC CBD. So each piece is 25 milligrams of THC and 25 milligrams of CBD. So I had two and I'm like definitely starting to feel them, which like 50 milligrams is a pretty like good dose for me. I'm not going to be like baked out of my face. I'm going to be like comfy and happy and fun. And I am also smoking some flour because that's who I am as a human. But I don't particularly know what it is off the top of my head. What have you been eating for quarantine snacks? You mentioned that someone in your life has been baking. Yeah, a person I live with, she's been baking a bunch. She She's made a bunch of banana muffins and stuff like that. I also made, I've also been making granola bars. Nice. Um, that are like a protein granola bar. And then currently in our, um, we've been eating a lot of like chocolate. So I found out that Andy's Candies makes a, a candy bar. What? So, yeah. So it's a candy bar. What? That's amazing. But pretty good. I've been kind of, I've been freezing these and snacking on them. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, we've been, we've been eating a lot of like chocolate and stuff like that. Yeah. That sounds good. My roommate's like stress thing is baking cookies. So I've been eating a lot of cookies and then my stress thing is baking bread. So I've been eating a lot of bread. So that's been a lot of fun, but I do have a snack sponsor. So right before you and I recorded, I ate those gummies, but I also ate dinner because I was starving and couldn't wait until we recorded. I went to ANC grocery. You would not even recognize Portland right now. They are up on the West End. Nope, I'm sorry. I went to their East End location. They're at the top of Fox Street. And it's a cute little grocery store normally. Right now you can't go inside. But they are taking online orders for their, like, really amazing sandwiches. And they have a famously small menu. (laughs) So it's basically a really great burger, a really great Italian a really great pulled pork sandwich, and then whatever the special of the day is. And so today's special was a cheesesteak, which I didn't realize Mm. until we had already decided on an Italian for dinner. So we had their Italian, and they quote it as a real Italian. And what is real is literally all the ingredients are, like, fresh (laughs) and house-made. And, like, so it is salami, mortadella, and capicola, and, like, they're real good, <laughs> like real good. And then like house-made pickles and onions and all. Yeah. How much do you miss a main Italian? Man, I was going to say, you know, I don't know if you knew this about me, but Italians are probably my favorite like sandwichy or like lunchy type of food. And I, I usually only will get pickles, meat and like green peppers and oil. Yeah. Right? 
And you got to let the pickle soak into the bread a little bit. Yeah, well, this yeah. is like way up on Fox Street. So it's basically as yeah. far into Portland as I can go from my house. So like, <laughs> it took me a solid 20 minutes to get home. So it was like, oh, and the bread was so good. Whew. My neck of the woods there. Yeah, I miss, I miss Maine so much as far as like food goes. Yeah, we're pretty lucky about the food here. And so... They are open for takeout orders. You can find them online at a and a n d c grocery.com. Again, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Again, phone and online orders. You just walk up to the window. They hand you your sandwich and you leave. It's pretty easy. I chatted with Joe, their owner, a little bit when I picked up, and he said that he's actually the busiest that he's ever been, which is awesome. Like, way to fucking step up, Portland. Like, good job. But you, you realize, like, there's so many people who don't know how to cook. And if I was living alone, which you very well know, I'd be eating cereal. And yeah, I was going to say, you'd only eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. I know you. I've, I found some really great new cereals lately. I'm pretty happy with the selections <laughs> out there lately. I bought cereal today. A, I bought Rice Krispies because I keep meaning to make Rice Krispie treats, but I just keep eating them instead. So I had to buy Rice Krispies. And then I also bought like a multi-grain Cheerio because I was like, this is a thing we keep in the house, right? Like I was stressed grocery shopping. It was so bad. It was so bad. I was so stressed out. We we usually, we try to stick to a list, but, but you know, like, but she's been working at home. So like, right. she's also been like going off list. Like we ate a whole pizza the other night between the two of us. <laughs> well, when Charlie and I dated, our our dates were literally just grocery shopping because it was all either of us had time to do between our like three jobs and my tiny toddler at the time. So, uh, so we would only do grocery shopping, and so I know you would only eat breakfast with left to your own devices. Mm-hmm. I just went today, and the whole concept of like the aisles go one way was too much for so many folks. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, already filled with a slightly bubbling rage before I got there. And so by the time I left, my grocery cart was heaped. I spent $300. I don't know what I bought. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even go into the meat section. I couldn't figure out how to get there. (laughs) We went on Sunday, and this is the first time I've been, like, with her to go grocery shopping. But we had to do, like, all of the trips. Target, which finally has toilet paper and paper towels. I got toilet paper today, too. And, like, it's a good thing I had a mask on because they couldn't see my face. Because, you know, I can't hide my face. I can't either. I can't either. I was pointing at the floor, being like, hello. I literally looked at one man and I went, sir, this is one (laughs) way. And he goes, I don't care. And I was just like, oh, my God. It's all old. It's all older people. It's like yes, white. It's like Karens, you know, forty-five-year-olds. Oh Did you say forty-five-year-olds are old people? No, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm getting there. But I'm saying, you know, like, like we are almost like forty-five, Charlie. You're older than me. Shut up. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was a bunch of older people though. Between yeah, like forty-five no. and like sixty-five. It yeah. really was much older people that were doing the wrong thing, and I was just like, Grandma. The lines are bright colors. Come on. You're not a dog. I know you can see colors. Like, I know. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) No, I I saw some people actually looking at the floor and just being like, basically just giving the middle finger to it. 
Yeah. Ohio's a lot, Ohio's a lot like New Hampshire in that way. They <sighs> don't like people telling them what to do. I mean, Mainers don't really like people telling them what to do either. True story. My snack was delicious. You've been eating good things. We have amazing weed. I am definitely feeling this edible. My dog is doing whatever the fuck he actually wants right now. And there's not a lot I can do to stop it. Cute. (laughs) Every episode is just me talking about my dog now. This is the podcast (laughs) where we celebrate weed, snacks, TV, and Kelsey's dog. I don't have children, so I only talk about my dogs. I like my dog a lot more. He's less... (laughs) He's less smelly. <laughs> oh, well, one of mine stinks. I found out t- today that, well, I found out when they gave out the reopening of Maine plan that my my traditional birthday camping trip is going to be canceled because mm-hmm. it's at yeah. a state park and they're reopening state parks for July. My birthday is June 30th. Mm-hmm. So I won't be going camping this year for my birthday, which is really hard. And I threatened to pitch a tent in the backyard, and we decided that whoever is currently the stinkiest house member has to sleep in the tent. <laughs> well, I think um, I think we know who that's going to be, right? I mean, most of the time. Sometimes the grown-ups get into, like, a depression spiral, and we forget sure. about showering. Sure. Hi, I'm Kelsey, and I am hanging with my pal, Aaron! Yay! And we are here today to tell you about Sensible Maine. You can find them online at S-E-N-S-I-B-L-E-M-A-I-N-E.com. That's SensibleMaine.com. Their mission is to give growers, manufacturers, and consumers the tools to know about their product. They'll test your product at an accredited lab, and they will help you understand the results. Erin, they have... Yeah an amazing QR code for all of their fun, like special sense, sensey labels. And you can I love go- QR codes. I do too, actually. And it's really fun because it means you can scan their codes at any real retailer that, that works with them and get their full test results. And they offer like literally a thousand different tests. It's amazing. Holy crap. And so, what else do they do? So they offer... Okay, so this is a word I can never say correctly, even when I'm not stoned or a little tipsy. Cannabinoid potency and profile testing. They offer tests for pesticides, terpene analysis, tests, and they also will like test your product for yeast and mold and way more. Like there's a bunch of different ones. Ew, mold. Right, I know. I'm going to try growing a plant of my own, and it's going to be magical. And when I'm ready to harvest, I am going to definitely check out sensiblemain.com, S-E-N-S-I-B-L-E-M-A-I-N-E.com. And they are going to test my product and see where I fall on terpenes and mold and yeast and all of the maybe fun things I don't want to consume. And they also have, like, amazing drop boxes. Like, I can just fill a box and then drop it off. Are they, is it like a red box drop off or like? So it's a little bit like that. So they have drop box locations that are currently open during the COVID-19 crisis at Maine Relief. 
Sticky Bed Farms, Supply Co., and like even more places than that, you can check them out online and see where you can drop your bud for testing today. That sounds fantastic. Check them out online, sensiblemain.com. Tell them we sent you. Make sure that you are smoking the best stuff you can put in your body. I am at the point where I've stopped theming my episodes, and I'm basically just letting my guests pick. Charlie has chosen. What what have you chosen for me to watch today, Charlie? I chose The Vampire Diaries. Why the fuck did you make me watch this? Because I love trash TV. You do. So so much. I don't even love it ironically. I just love it. I know you do. Which, like, I have my own moments for sure. I am deep into Sons of Anarchy right now. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. And that Listen, shit is terrible. We have so much stress and trauma in our lives, so why not? This right. is just great for right. you know. Okay, well here's the things about Sons of Anarchy is that they all look like bear daddies, right? And like but they're all like straight, and so maybe they're the kind of bears that want to fuck me. And so I'm kind of into it, but they're also <laughs> all terrible people, and so that's confusing. So <laughs> sadly. Basically, them and you are the two bears that want to fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I, pro- yeah. I probably won't edit that out. You're welcome. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. It's great. So you love Trash TV, and this is Trash TV. We're totally going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I uh, did no research before this came out. Do you have any idea what year this came out? Um. Yeah, so... I don't, but I started watching this about eight or nine years ago, the year I moved to Ohio. So this is probably easily two to three years uh, older than that. Okay. So I want to say this was like the, the late aughts. Probably was filming when I was in Mainsville. Okay, cool. I clearly at some point tried to watch this because when I clicked on it, I was on episode six, but I... Mm-hmm. And it was probably on your recommendation, to be perfectly honest. Probably. (laughs) But that's as far as I ever got. And I have no recollection of this whatsoever. So I'm going into this one blind. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you're going for a treat. Okay, great. Before we get the show started, we are going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. And then we will be right back. Hey there, this is Kelsey from Pilot Lights. I'm here today to tell you about Scentsybox. If you've listened to this podcast before, you probably have heard all about Scentsybox. You can find them online at scentsy-box.com. That's S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com. For those of you who don't know, Scentsybox is a stoner's lifestyle box. Every single month, they send you a super discreet little box in the mail it's amazing you go onto their website you pick the box that you want you can do their regular which is 35 dollars a month and gives you seven plus items a month or you can do their light box which is 20 dollars a month and gives you five items a month and then you pick your frequency you can get it one time you can get it for three months you can get it for six months you can get it for a whole damn year but it's awesome And so then it magically appears in your mailbox somewhere right around the middle of the month and you get to unwrap the fun. 
And it is one of my favorite things that happens all month long is when that box shows up on my doorstep. They also make incredible handmade pieces. In April, their theme is going to be the Art of the Smoke Otter Bowl. How cute is that? You're going to get a little bowl shaped like an otter and probably a billion otter themed things. And that's adorable. And then in May, they are doing their History of the Smoke series bringing the pipes of the ancient past to the future, and you're going to get a cute little hand bowl. And then finally in June, you are going to get a koi fish pipe, and it is beautiful. I've seen pictures of this on Instagram. Please go check it out. I love this pipe so much. So again, that's sensibox.com, S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com. Make sure you use the code PILOTLIGHTS, P-I-L-O-T-L-I-T-E-S, all one word at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Again, Sensibox, S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com and use code PILOTLIGHTS at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Get yo box. So this is kind of like, think Dawson's Creek meets Twilight. Okay into it I, I made a taylor lautner reference the other day but but also meets like secret life of the american teenager right i don't know like, what that is it's just teen trash that's all okay just teen trash got it it's got it trash. i did love dawson's creek i strongly identified with joey so which oh, means in the show i'm gonna make you tell me who you identify with but let's get i'm it. not sure oh there's so many I identify with but they don't come into like season three or four. Oh, okay rude Hold but on. it's just a lot of also, this is just eye candy. Great. I love eye candy. I'm into that. Oh, right. This has that the cute boy from Lost, the pretty one. I never watched Lost. Oh, I only ever watched the season four. It's fine. Um, our mutual our mutual person. Prior person um tried to get me to Lost and I just couldn't. Ooh, spooky graveyard. I've lived in the shadows. This is dramatic already, Charlie. It's been 15 uh-huh. seconds. It really I'm is. I'm a vampire. Already? This is too much information from the get-go. They're not the vampires, but but the one that's the... Okay. This is one of the main characters that's coming up here. Okay. Great. It's, I'm totally going to narrate this whole thing. Perfect. I love it. She is very fakely blonde. It's very intense. I love the crying. It's just such bad crying. Oh. I'd want to bet you that was her first, like, major role. Where's this supposed to take place? Oh, no! Um, Mystic... It's in a town called Mystic Falls. And I don't remember, like, I think I want to say somewhere in, like, Pennsylvania area. Because they're so close to, like, D.C. and stuff like that, but I don't remember if they ever say. I really hope these are, like, West Virginia vampires. (laughs) There might be a couple. (laughs) Like the vampires in True Blood that are, like, from Louisiana. (laughs) But this is, like, the teen version of True Blood, right? Okay, all right, all right. I love True Blood. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I just really love some of the things they do to, like, explain the supernatural in a way that's, like, not, like, so far fucking out there. Right. Oh, man, this is definitely an early aughts show because look at her outfit. 
Oh, so you did Degrassi in one of the shows. Lena Dubrov is one of the main characters. She's the main character. Oh. And she was in the later years of the next Degrassi, the next generation. Oh. Here we go. Vampire. So she played on Degrassi. She played like a, she like got, she was like a pregnant, like high schooler. I show. never watched more Degrassi oh. ever. <laughs> I've seen the one episode. <laughs> the one episode. Oh, we just jumped off a roof. Mm-hmm. That was very reminiscent of The Boy Who Could Fly, which is like a mutual friend of ours, like uh-huh. favorite movie. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, she's pretty. In a vampire-y wig way. She's not a vampire. I don't think, you know, she never becomes a vampire. Oh, no? Wait, no. who is that? What What is that, that actress? Okay. So there, I don't know what her name is, but okay. this is their aunt. Okay. And those two are brother and sister. Okay. And their parents are dead. Okay. Dead parents. Got it. So this Aunt place... Jenna. Oh, so that's my sister's name. Uh-huh. Oh. Jeremy the Brody teenager. Uh, he's supposed he's supposed to be a sophomore in high school, by the way. That looks like my child. <laughs> no, he's he looks it looks a little older to me. My kid is five ten. I haven't seen your kid since he was nine. Yeah, he'll be 14 in a week and a half. And he's 5'10". And I just had to buy him all new clothes again. Which actually for us is like pajama pants and shorts. The last time I physically saw P in the same space was when he was four. Yeah, no, that was that was a long time ago. So he is a giant. And that kid does not look too... And like his... Facial hair is about what yours was when we were in our 20s. Uh-huh. It's very intense, and he won't shave it. Because nope. he's going to be just like his dad. Like, if he shaves at 9 in the morning, he's going to look like he hasn't ever shaved by 9.30 in the morning. So it's going to be a rough life. That's a very pretty girl. Oh, Kevin Williamson is an executive producer. He worked on a lot of, like, the Scream movies and stuff that was, like, very 90s kid popular. Which is us as humans. Ah, they hit a bird! And now they're going to hit a lot of other things. Nope, just kidding. Oh, I know why I tried to watch this trash show. My sister tried to get me to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) That's just so good. Caroline. Uh, She's just one of those, Caroline's one of these characters that you hate at first and then you yeah. go to love. Okay. Well, part of the reason I was asking who plays Elena, and I know it's not her, but do you remember The O.C.? A show I've never watched. That's a okay. soap opera for me. Sophia Bush from The O.C. Mm-hmm. has her own podcast, and it's so good. So good. What's it called? Uh, It is called... Hold on. I'm going to double check it because I am going to tell you the wrong thing if I don't. Give me one second. It's called Work in Progress with Sophia Bush. I've heard an episode. It was really good. Yeah, it's real good. It's real good. Okay. Okay, This is Caroline right here that she's talking to. Okay. In the blue dress with the blonde. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. She's she's the worst per she's the worst in the first season. Is she and worse she, than Cordelia and Buffy? 
listen, not that bad and not in that kind of way. Okay. She's just a she's she's needy. All of these people have very pronounced jawlines. Like, where do I go to get uh-huh. this pronounced jawline? I don't know. That's why I have a beard. Maybe I eat less quarantine cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy right here too, douchebag in the first season. He but looks like that. every boy I dated in high school. He looks sad <laughs> and like he has too many feelings. He's going to be a werewolf. Oh, of course he is. Of course, I'm uh-huh. always into the werewolves. So I don't know if it explains, if it doesn't explain how you become a werewolf in this, I will at the end. Okay. Oh, I love her brows. Look at her. Oh, look uh-huh. at all the frosty makeup in this. Yeah, this is some odd shit right here. Yeah, so what he just did was, like, vampires in the show can can hypnotize people, essentially, and make them do their bidding. Ooh. Uh-huh. And out of all the things in the world that you choose to do is go back to high school? Yeah. This is where he's from. I would not go back to high school for all, anything, no matter how immortal I was. Well, it's a small town, right? And so they notice a high school age student is just hanging around without going to school. So he probably has to, to keep up looks or to keep like, if he's going to stick around for a while, right? You're a vampire. Move to New York City and fucking blend in. Jesus Christ. He's got to come home. He's got to come home for a little while, though. Ugh. Ugh. Rude. (laughs) Bullshit right here. (laughs) Jeremy. Jeremy, I know who you are. He really fills out in the second season, like, comes into himself. Okay. Again, he looks like every boy I dated in high school. He's got, like, some spiky hair. He's a little bit angry. He's probably, like, super whiny and has, like, feelings. He really is. The whole show, it doesn't go away. Yeah. Yeah, he's every boy I dated in high school. Also, they all had so much hair. <laughs> the girls really do have so much hair. Yeah, but like, even the men have so much hair. Yeah. Like, even the sh- the short hairstyles, all of them have so much hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got very intense eyebrows. He's looking at you like this all the time. How does one <laughs> keep their eyebrows furrowed like this? Oh, can't do it. When I start to smile, it hurts my head. <laughs> I think that's the face I've been giving a lot lately when I've had conversations with people. About, <laughs> I'm sure that's how I looked in the grocery store Corona. for <laughs> a thousand years today. Okay, we're in, oh, we're in Virginia. Yeah, okay, I remember. Yeah, I told you we were close to West Virginia vampires. <laughs> They're so, I, I'm close to West Virginia vampires. Like, I know. <laughs> oh my God. We almost, before Corona was a thing, we were talking about taking a road trip down to Virginia for Patrick's birthday to see the Mothman statue. <laughs> that would be such a good road trip. Like, as a family, like, just because. But now right. we can't do that. And he, like, he's like, I never want to do anything except for my birthday, and I can't do anything this year, and I'm really bummed wow. out. That, yeah, I feel I that I feel bad for all the people with birthdays and like graduations and I know. I 
I do feel pretty bad for the like high school kiddos and the college kids. Like this is a this is a hard time of year to have this stuff going down. Yeah. Can I just point out though, like Steph Stefan, the Stefan, the guy who's like the main character who's like got the broody the, the like eyebrows. The eyebrows. The eyebrows. <laughs> the face. He just stares at her. And I don't know about your high school, but if that happened in my high school, they would have been reported for <laughs> I mean, if he was that handsome and he was staring at me, I probably wouldn't have reported it. I would have been intrigued. Let's put it that way. But I also wasn't embracing enough of my weird in high school to, like, be the girl who hung out in the cemetery. I wanted to be, but I couldn't figure that out yet. I I definitely did, but to smoke pot. Not to, like, brood. Yeah, but, like, I lived on the beach. We just went to the beach. Oh, we lived on the beach. Yeah, but, like, that's just, like, part of Florida. It's fine. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. There's someone's (laughs) operating a fog machine near me. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple. And there's a crow that's awfully close. I did ask the crows not to eat my dog in the middle of the night the other night. Have I ever told you how creeped out I get by birds sometimes? I love birds, but not indoor I birds. Don't, I don't understand the fascination with them. Don't bring me an indoor bird. Ever. Um, I especially get, like, creeped out when there's, like, clusters, clusters of them. Like, when you're, like, you know, I drove around, I brought one with, in Scarborough. By oh, the yeah. Weather, yeah. The marsh. And yeah. Um, there's just all the birds lined up for miles. It's the creepiest thing to me. Oh, she's all freaked out. And he's mm-hmm. all right there. Yes. How come every teenage <laughs> aged bo- aged vampire is a stalker? Like, why do we always write them that way? We're going to find out why he's stalking her specifically, but yeah, it's creepy. It's super creepy. Edward Cullen, like this situation right here. But don't you think back to high school? I don't know about you. I was fucking a creep in high school. Like, if I'm like fixated on something like I'm staring at it right like and I did that a lot now I understand I understand I I don't know that I would have been friends with me (laughs) oh I would 100% not have been friends with high school me high school me was the worst but high school everyone is the worst but if you're a vampire you should be past the worst that's all I'm saying yes he's like 150 years old right you should be done with being the worst like I figured it out by like thirty-five. Yeah. Thirty-five? I'm not thirty-five yet. <laughs> You're still the worst. That's probably true. <laughs> no, I just am a late bloomer, Charlie. It's fine. <laughs> but everyone in high school is like, no matter what, the worst. And I'm just saying, if but if you're a vampire in high school, you shouldn't be. You should be yeah. way past that. You're stop. 150 years old. Stop being a stalker. Mm, that's true. Although and Bill was pretty stalkery and True Blood. Like, why are all? The, I mean, maybe it's their like hunting thing. And they have to yeah, maybe. something. I am yeah. justifying shitty behavior in a big way right now. 
No, in this particular instance, like the way they justify it is that they're always in pain, right? right? The whole idea, like Edward Cullen didn't like being a vampire because you don't get to experience being a human anymore, right? So you don't, you're, you're in constant pain. That's the trade-off for living forever. And then when you have somebody's bleeding, right? That's like, that's yeah. like putting your, your absolute favorite dessert in front of you and saying, I can't have that, right? If and you, you told also me I could not have grandma not ice cream, I would be so sad. <laughs> But you also haven't eaten in like weeks, right? right. That's what it, that that's the justification behind this. Oh, this boy's cheekbones are really pretty. The dark haired kid. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, his cheekbones are very nice. This is werewolf boy. Um, high school girl is not old enough to be serving those beers. She really isn't. She's got a very like uh Salil moonshine look, right? Like a Punky Brewster look? Yeah. Like as an adult, have you seen Soleil Moonfry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think I called her Moonshine before. Um, you did. Soleil <laughs> <laughs> Moonshine. <laughs> Vampire Diaries or Soleil Moonshine. That's what this episode is called. <laughs> but she kind of has that same kind of structure and like look. How did this blonde girl figure all this out? Figure what? All the information about Stefan. She's a gossip girl, right? Like she Right, she can do it. She probably probably also does like the class tours and stuff like that and like you know. Are you making fun of the joiners? Probably. Shh. I am that girl. But that's how she has the information, right? <laughs> that's true. I'm not good at gossiping. I'm good at telling everybody else what to do. <laughs> oh, his his eyebrows are so Neanderthal and intense, caterpillary and furrowed always. Listen. Thin eyebrows are no longer the thing, right? I've oh no, like that's fine. Through. You have your you have your unibrow here, bro, but like they are just always furrowed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he does a lot of just that one like space right here, he probably has to do a lot of like maintenance too. Yeah. He's got so much hair. It's yes. like sick. That's kind of what my child's facial hair situation is looking <laughs> like at the moment. <laughs> He's got the mustache too. Oh, it's got is like whiskery. <laughs> Bad. Oh, she just invited him in. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm fine. Oh wait, no, she said you don't have to stay out there. You can go in. That's consent. Yeah. And they, he can compel her to invite him in because oh. he just has to do the broody eyes thing. So, <laughs> man, I wish all... I could get my way with the broody. Well, I kind of can get my way with the broody eyes thing. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's frosted blonde hair is so intense. He also never gets less annoying. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Matt. Well, his name yeah. is Matt. What do you expect? He's, so basically out of this whole group of people, he's the only one that doesn't develop any kind of like supernatural abilities or become like in like 
some kind of tribe like vampires or werewolves or whatever. And so he gets, he's so salty about it, right? Like, <laughs> it's just like bitter the whole time that he's like uh-huh. not magic. Pretty much, right? And Elena is like, like, is his high school sweetheart and he never gets back with her, right? So he's mad that like the Salvatore brothers are going to have her and not him. Right. Are your eyebrows so broody because your parents are dead? <laughs> I don't, I can't fur, like, I know that I can't furrow my eyebrows without my eyes looking like they're totally closed because they're already so small. <laughs> so if you I'm like doing this, it's, you know, I'm just looking like I'm trying to sleep real hard or thinking real hard. I just look like I might have to poop or something. <laughs> okay, you wouldn't make a what oh you promised you wouldn't eat anybody <laughs> yeah. what you promised this mock turtleneck is also a very interesting wardrobe choice on this man <laughs> wait the oh i'm confused the older guy is the uncle is not is the nephew uh-huh all right hey, because vampires yeah he was around during the Salem Witch Trials. Great. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so don't... Base- <laughs> Basically, this is what I said at the beginning of this. Coming back here was a mistake. You should have gone to New York where you could just blend in or like a decent-sized city. New York, Chicago, L.A., New Orleans... Like, maybe even Phoenix at this point? All decent choices. Yeah, but there's a reason he came back, and I can't remember what that reason is, but there's a reason he came back. Oh, see here? See here? Oh, the song, though, is one of my all-time favorites. Oh. This is also why I fucking love this show. I love all of these CW dramas because they have a great damn soundtrack. Yeah, I'm sure I made you listen to this song so many times when we dated. Uh, So, this is essentially Dracula and Mina. Wait, what song is it? Because I'm on, like, I'm on subtitles here. Oh, it's Placebo's Running Up the Hill. Yeah, you and our mutual person. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. Also, everyone listening, Charlie and I have a mutual ex because I dated my ex's ex for five years after Charlie and I broke up. Uh, So... We have a mutual ex, but I love that song, first of all. And so this is the, like, very, like, Dracula and Mina situation. For those of you also who don't know, I'm a women and gender studies major, and somehow that means I had to read Dracula four times in college. I don't know why, but I did. So I know a lot about it. So she's our Mina. Hmm, interesting. She's no Winona. No, Winona? Winona played Mina in uh, the Bram Stoker's version of Dracula. I've never read the book. Well, you should see the movie because young Keanu and young Winona put on exceptionally terrible. (laughs) But the fucking cinematography is incredible. They've gotten so good over the last decades, a couple decades, though. Yes, they have. But young Keanu is... Not the world's greatest actor. (laughs) 
No. Wait, is there a Confederate flag in this classroom currently? I think that I think that's the Virginia state flag. Oh, which looks like a Confederate flag, which is not shocking. Well, Virginia was the center of the Civil War, so. Right, history nerd. Loser. His furrowed brow means he's thinking very Look at all that. Look at all that blonde hair. There's two blonde people, like, making out. Oh, yeah. That looks like the Weasley twins making out, like, if they had been blonde. It's like um, if you took two fraggles and made them make out. <laughs> Piercing her very soul. Oh, this blonde girl is way into him. Oh, uh, yeah. This and is he... foreshadowing. Right. They're in the woods. They're in the woods. And they're high school teenagers being um, unresponsible. In the woods means you're always going to die. Like, they're drinking alcohol. Some of them are probably even having sex. We've all seen Scream. We know how the rules go. The psychic one I... is having a psychic flash. Is that what's happening? He's not psychic. He can just hear them. Her. Oh. Maybe. There was a fog, a crow, a man. We are not in the same spot, I don't think. I don't think so. I think I'm like 10 seconds behind you. That's fine. Oh, are we talking about Bonnie, the psychic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bonnie. Yes, Yes, Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie is going to be a witch. She's gonna be a Ooh. fucking badass witch, like I on like, the like Willow from Buffy kind of level. Like, I like yes. badass like that. Not Tara. She saves the world that. several times. Tara is yeah. my least favorite character. I'm the worst lesbian ever. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand Tara. I'm like, God, she's so whiny. She's clingy, right? I, I get um, she's like annoyed too fucking much. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> She's like too many feelings and she like talks in that like kind of breathy voice all the time and I'm just like, no girl, not into you. I think like as in this I probably liked her at some point, right? Uh in the in the in the the fact that like she was queer and I liked all queer people. But it's in the same way like, you know, Jenny Schechter becomes the worst character in literary history. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. That was when I started separating that, like, I can actually not like somebody if they're queer. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't like her, though, like, when I watched Buffy all the time, I was like, this girl's annoying. Why is Willow dating her? Yeah, you know what, she, you know what it was Tara, when, they, when Tara came in, she was like Willow when Willow was in high school. Right. Right? Willow was the exact same character, so they just, like, made Willow grow up a little, and then Tara right. kind of replaced that. Because you needed, like, a babyish character on the, like... Yeah, I get it. But, like, the, but actually, the woman who plays Tara is an incredible fantasy author, and, like, I've listened to a bunch of her books on Audible, so, like, go check those out, folks. They're really good. Wait, what, what has she written? I can't remember what they're called, but like Google her, Google her, and like you'll oh, be able to find yeah. them. Um, I'm in a fantasy book club. Oh, cool! I'm not trying to have sex against a tree, but why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, stop, bro. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't realize this was here. Sorry. That's all right. 
Oh, Tyler. I forgot it was Tyler. Tyler has a temper. Oh. Tyler has a temper. He's he's predisposed to, like, like that's an actual genetic thing for him to, like, have, like, this exploding rage. Because he's a werewolf, so it's genetic that he's a douche. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how they play it off. Right. Cool. It's like saying he's a teenage boy, so it's genetic that he's a douche. This play shows off. This this show plays off so much that so Tyler. So the way to become a werewolf because I don't think they're gonna co- cover it in this episode uh-huh. is you have to murder somebody in order to become a werewolf, right? And a lot of uh, almost always werewolves become werewolves because they have a fit of rage. <gasps> Rude, Tyler. Right? Yeah. So I think so Tyler pissed at his mom or his dad. Uh, neither. Oh. Although. Uh, I think I think I want to say his mother is the mayor. Oh, interesting. She dies off in like the third season. How does this boy have this like spiky hair yet also this like part? <laughs> also this this human being who is supposed to be in high school looks like he's about 32. It's true. Like his jawline is well developed. Like I want it he was probably the oldest like character or the oldest like actor on the show. I know Nina Dubrov was like probably 19 or 20 when she's playing, but she's a junior here. Yeah. In high okay. school. I mean, that's like a couple of years. So like, cool. I can yeah. get down with that. And like, not everyone is as baby faced as I am. So like, I also understand that. <laughs> you and but, me both. Right. Which is like magical, but also that man's jawline is way too developed to be in high school. That's what happens the summer between your senior year or like that's what happens over your freshman year in college. If you like go to college at a traditional age, as like a cis dude, like they all come back and like their jaws are very square all of a sudden. <laughs> and you're like, Ooh, he's handsome. And then you're like, no, his jaw just got developed. It's fine. You can tell this show had a big budget because they brought in the fog machine like three times now. So many times. <laughs> I mean, I like it's, that's the mark of a good budget. It's no Baywatch. Baywatch had like helicopters and explosions. <laughs> Bay directing that shit. Like it was an hour and a half fucking long. And did you no, see that movie remake? What's that? The movie remake? No, they're a pilot. Oh, so yeah, okay. I haven't. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a movie remake of Baywatch with The Rock in it. Oh, I know, cool. and I want to see so it. Good. It's I want to so, see so real bad. The I Rock her. is hilarious. I love yeah. The Rock so much. I follow him on Instagram for inspiration. He's just <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I I love him a lot. If you're The Rock and you want to be on my podcast, I keep sliding into like celebrities DMs and being like, "Do you want to be on my podcast?" <laughs> you know what? Just just hang around Whole Foods a little while, right? Like when it opens back up, and I'm sure you'll see somebody. Right. I'll just be like, "Well, yo, live." Come be on my podcast. I, I can't believe that there's people that still work there when we worked there 12 years ago or so 11 years ago. So many of them that we still know. I mean, they love their jobs. They love it. But, like, I have never worked a job. This is the longest job I've ever had. And it's, like, a little over three years. So that seems, like, so long to me. Yeah, my nonprofit gig was my longest job ever. And I loved it so much, and I never wanted to leave. But it was four mm. years, and that was it. Oh, you got abducted by the blonde girl. Do their do their hairs get better? Is what I was just about to ask you. So now I'll ask it in that way. 
they all keep very similar hairstyles. However, there's a slight difference. Like Caroline's bleach job gets a lot more naturally looking than the what she has right now. And I I'd be willing to bet you though that some of these people who came on here, uh, like Caroline, you know, that's her first big gig, right? And I'd never seen her in anything before. So she probably had a very few dollars to work with. And so right. she kind of was prob probably responsible for getting like her own hairdo done. And I'm pretty sure she's one of those characters where they only intended on keeping her like two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah, because like we have noticed a lot of like wigs in pilot episodes before. And so, and like hair is in particular the thing get, that gets significantly better after the pilot episode. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, the pilot episode is the pilot episode, right? So, like, it's meant so that you could probably play the second episode without having watched the first, right? So right. they can make so many change, so many shows make changes those first couple episodes. Right. Just to kind of get a good feel for it. Right. My favorite are the early episodes of Buffy still, because it's one I remember watching, like, full on on TV as it was coming out. Oh, it's I good. It's so really good. into it, but, like, those early episodes are rough. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to watch Shields, uh, Agents of Shields, and it just doesn't get better. <laughs> no. It, Patrick I and I watch so much. This kid is the kid I'm talking about that was on Lost. Damon. Damon, yes. Yeah. He is the, he's like the, for the first few episodes, he is the, um, the, the uh, antagonist, I want to say. Yeah. There's no good characters in this. There's no bad characters. This show does a really good job at kind of showing this idea that, like, there's no good or bad guy, right? Like, his character in Lost is so obnoxious and whiny. <laughs> yeah. I but don't rem I never watched Lost. He's got a good grin, that's for sure. Oh, I miss my little brother. He's the big brother. Got it. So, the, the guy that plays him, though, Ian Summerholder, he's kind of problematic in real life. Oh, that yeah. does not shock me. He looks smarmy AF. Uh, he poked holes in his wife's diaphragm. Yeah, and intentionally got her pregnant against her consent. Ooh, ooh. But, yeah. Ooh, ew, yeah. ew, David. This was like, this was Damon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you watch Shit's Creek? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we I, just say ew, David, a lot around here. <laughs> listen. I'm so upset with everybody who knows me and never told me about Shit's Creek because it's great <laughs> up my alley. Like even even my my one of my close friends, he knows me better than most people, and he still never suggested to me. So I'm like, I mean, I never know what to tell people to watch because I never know what I'm gonna fall into. Like, I <laughs> was texting a friend of mine who's like way across the country and I was like well at least you're not spending your time watching things like love is blind and married at first night <laughs> I love those shows <laughs> oh I binged all of that shit don't you worry <laughs> I just love trash television you really do this is so just good the beginning Bonnie she's the best character she's the most like uh, hearted if you would of the show yeah, we're just going to call our brother right out on his bullshit. <laughs> I 
Yeah, Ian Summerholder looks like he's a scuzzbag in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so, as, so as we saw at the beginning of the episode, um, you saw that picture of, that looked like Elena, right? Right, was Catherine. That, Catherine is Elena's evil doppelganger. <gasps> I want an evil doppelganger. She's she's uh she's what what they call it in the show. She's a ripper, which basically means like they have the ability to turn off their humanity. Right. And just like not care about the killing that they do. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So Catherine is this evil vampire who um, she just doesn't have humanity. She just and she's one of those characters where, you know, they'll do this thing and they do it throughout the seasons until they finally kill her off. But she does this thing where she'll make you think she's good and then she'll just like it's always for her own benefit. Oh, I love that. Yeah. See, that's yeah. kind of like me and I want to be that I like can't ever pull off because I have these cheeks. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I just like can't be that mean. And so I'm always like envious of those characters. And I'm like, I want to be her. She sounds badass, but I don't actually because I'm not capable of being mean. I don't know that. I mean, I know that I, I think that I can be mean, but I don't think so. Like I always feel bad after yeah I mean so like I I'm, I'm not even like good at it it's like not even me and I'm like oh you don't even like look that good that's not mean <laughs> <laughs> I always like will say something and I'll over apologize if I think like if I was like well that was probably not nice oh oh we get creepy face faces when we become vampires got it yes yep Oh, you stop being stronger when you stopped eating people. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is ridiculous. Also, how many high schoolers have leather jackets? Where do these know. children live? I don't know many adults who have leather jackets. I mean, I do because like, I... we're queers in Portland, Maine, but like, yeah. It took but me a, a long leather... time to get mine. A leather jacket is a life choice, right? Yeah. It's not like a fat. It's a life choice as well as a fashion statement, right? Right. And like the one you buy is the one you own forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't own a leather jacket. I do because, because a couple of years ago I decided I was going to start motorcycle riding finally. And then uh, my kid got sick and so I didn't. <laughs> um. Uh, she rides motorcycles so she goes on like these like day long trips whenever it's nice out yeah I mean I grew up on the back of a bike my mom has been riding since she was 11 and she taught my stepdad to ride and like she's done like really epic trips like all the way from Florida up to North Dakota and like the whole nine Mm -hmm. and she offered to give her old bike to me and my sister when she got her Harley when we were in high school Mm mm-hmm and we're both so stupid, and we were like, ew, no. And now we're both like, what was wrong with us? Like, <laughs> do you know how hot I'd be on a bike? Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Rude, I, uh, Kelsey. For the last two summers, I mean, I, I have the money set aside to take a course. Yeah. Uh, but I, we know me. 
and I am clumsy. You so are. I don't know that it would be a great life choice for me to ride a motorcycle because that's a real risk I'm taking. Remember when I when I were a little bit of chainsaw for a job? Yeah. So Charlie, when we first broke up, went to go do AmeriCorps and worked on like forest trails, like not in a school like some people do with AmeriCorps worked on like forest trails and they gave Charlie a chainsaw and my literal first reaction was like, Oh my God, please. No, I hadn't heard from her in months. And then she texted me at one point and was like, are you kidding me? Cause I'm so clumsy. Well, I mean, I was like, great at that job. After the me, very you're first the clumsiest I- person I know. <laughs> So after I got that job, the very first thing I did was accidentally let go of the the trigger, and uh-huh. it it was inches from cutting my chaps. Um, I got in so much trouble for that. Oh my god! I was attacked by a vampire. Are are his eyes really that blue? Uh, no, those were contacts, hundred <laughs> percent. Dear diary. It's called the Vampire Diaries. Oh, right. So it's like XOXO Gossip Girl. Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've also only ever watched like two episodes of that show. <laughs> I think I watched like I watched episodes like I didn't watch the whole series through, through and through. Two of my witches had like a really intense Gossip Girl obsession for a while. And so they're always trying to get me to watch it. And I can't do it. His hair is so much like it's a Q-tip. Like it just it goes out from his head so far, even though it's short. And it's not even a good haircut, right? Like it's just yeah, it's, it's not, not a great haircut. Oh, he's gonna look at the pretty blonde girl now. Oh, look at yeah, early two thousands eyebrows. Look how tiny her brows are. Uh-huh. He's going to feed off of her for, like, six episodes. Ew, David. <laughs> I'll never stop saying it. Sorry. I, I need to find the last season. I know. I haven't watched it either. I kind of don't want to because I don't want to watch it end. Her eyes are really pretty. Do you think hers are that, like, chocolatey brown in real life? I think so. I mean, if I recall seeing her in Degrassi. Yeah. Yeah. They may be a little bit more of like a hazily tinge to them, but I'm pretty sure they're that brown. Oh, my God. His eyebrows are like killing me. I cannot look at his character (laughs) in like any other way except like that line between his brows. Like his Botox is going to be expensive when he's older. It. It was, he was in an episode of Army Wives where he played, a, like, not a vampire, but he played a soldier who was, like, 20 who ran off with their 16-year-old daughter. Ew! Yeah. This show is terrible, Charlie. I'm never watching this again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I'm so glad you do. I, I could probably really- watch it, like... Here's okay, here's the scenario in which I would watch it. If I was dating someone who was like, let me show you this show and like sat there and we like 
intensely made fun of it together the whole time. Like, that's how I could watch it. But I could not ever sit down by myself and watch the show. <laughs> it's for sure not how this would happen. I kind of have to watch it alone because um, C doesn't like these kind of shows. I cannot imagine them liking this show. <laughs> she really tried, like, the beginning of our uh, our time together. But she was like, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> it's so like, terrible. Let's see. What did we watch a lot of? We watched a lot. We watched all of Harlots together, my last sweetheart and I. We watched all of... Well, I made them rewatch Broad City with me for like the thousandth time. Uh, we watched a lot of Grace and Frankie. I watched the first couple of seasons, yeah. I just really enjoy Jane Fonda smoking weed, like to be perfectly uh, frank. Like, I. Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, yeah. They're so amazing. Well, like, Jane Fonda's character reminds me a lot of my mom in that show. And so. Oh, really? Just like the sort of like. Uh, uptightness you know oh, okay. and so like when she finally like lets go and smoke some weed I'm just like yeah Jane good for you yeah and, and Lily awesome. Tomlin is an angel like she's an icon they're both icons they're, they're just amazing I know they're magical and, human beings and Lily Tomlin is queer right just yeah. watch magic school bus so just have this conversation <laughs> And Jane Fonda has been getting arrested on a regular basis. Every Friday. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Her and her yeah. buddies had dance. <laughs> like, sometimes I bring my friends. It's awesome. <laughs> I love her. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's, like, the two things, the three things my last sweetie and I watched together. And then, like, he's a history nerd, so we, like, watched a lot. And, like, a politics nerd, so, like, a lot of, like drunk history but also a lot of like john mm-hmm. oliver and rachel maddow and like yeah but i had to stop i had to i had to cut myself off yeah because i, I uh, was, like, I, too invested in the news I, yeah so we watch a little bit of the daily show um uh-huh. to get like the basic clips yeah and we watch stephen colbert because even though he's doing the late show his open monologue is always about what's going on Right. Um, so we watch those, but that's it. Like we don't watch the news. I don't put on an NPR. I don't. Uh, I, I can't mean, I anymore. Can... I had to like because I listen to the pod versions of all of those things because I like yeah. I'm not gonna watch TV. Um, I put basic. Uh, I, I the posts that people put on Facebook, but if somebody's posting too much politics, I've been hiding people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's too much in the world right now. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Watch trash TV. Like, if you need to turn your brain off, Vampire Diaries is, like, probably an excellent way to go. <laughs> well, there's also, like, Love is Blind and, you know, other right. really great. I mean, and there's so many, so many ways. But if you need trashy vampire TV to turn your brain off. There was a semester in college where I took all of these, like, very heavy women and gender studies classes. So I was, like, talking about, like, women in economics a lot and like women on welfare and women in the workforce and like nobody wins right and so I was like just really depressed coming out of this semester and so I decided over Christmas break or I didn't decide it just sort of ended up happening that I read all of the Sookie Stackhouse novels which is what what uh True Blood is based on so there's Mm -hmm. like 16 novels 
and they're just brain candy. So I could read like one a day, essentially, like just be like, boop, 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 done. Uh, <laughs> so it was kind of like watching this. So yeah, I could understand. And so what's great about this is that you just really have to get past the like bad storytelling <laughs> and just focus on the drama, right? If you right. just like focus on like the teen drama, because that's all it is. Guys does like a fantasy, like, or, uh, you know, science fiction. But this show's great because it goes on for seven fucking seasons. <laughs> and, then, and then you have the originals, which crossed over, and it started playing, like, two seasons before the end of this one. And Sweet. that was, like, basically the spinoff show of that. And now they have the leg- legacies, which you actually may like, right? Oh. Uh, it's a little, it's, it's just a little bit better than... Does everyone a- look like a bear? No. Oh, then <laughs> so probably not. So, so, well, so get this. Basically, it's a school of all of the offspring of these like vampires and werewolves yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's one one of the main characters. She's she is a witch, werewolf, vampire triad, right? She because because her dad is the oldest vampire in the world. Right. Who who was a terrible person and her mother was one of the power most powerful witch uh witch coven people but yeah. her dad was also a hybrid werewolf vampire right like so okay. that's her character but so anyways it, it it plays more like a buffy episode and every episode there's something to like achieve right right and then there's, there's a, and then there's a main like bad guy right um so like like how Spike was like the main bad guy for a season, right? So that's kind of how this films. <laughs> okay, so I very rarely recommend books on this podcast because I like actually don't read very much anymore, which is very strange. We have kind of like a mutual friend who has worked on a lot of projects, who has worked with this person. So there is a queer werewolf vampire erotica series. Uh, by an author called Allison Moon called Lunatic Fringe that is, like, if you like this, like, way good. Just, like, so everyone <laughs> okay. knows. There's a second book in the series called Hungry Ghost, and, like, I've read both of them, and they're very good. So if you're into this, you'll probably be into Allison's stuff. So check those out, too, because they're just really fun. And, like, way reminiscent of, like, this mm-hmm. exact sort of situation. Like, it's definitely meant to be, like, silly and campy and, like, a little ridiculous. But it's also, like, queer vampire werewolf erotica. <laughs> I, I'm in this uh, sci-fi, science fiction book club. And I ordered, so the book of the last book came out that they put the name. It's called Vicious, right? Okay. So, um, I didn't know what the theme was. I didn't even bother reading. So I just picked the book. I bought it, right? And then I started listening to the audio because I can't, I have a hard time like physically reading. So I do a lot of audio. Yeah. But so I get like three chapters in and I'm like, this is like, basically what I actually got was adult smut. It's like, yeah. you know, so like trashy, like 50 grades, 50 shades, kind of like caliper, Right, like, this is like past like, Fifty Shades. Like I distinctly yeah. remember a like fisting scene. <laughs> just so everyone's so, aware. So this book, I just I was like so invested by the time I got to the fifth chapter, and I was like, all right, we'll I'll have to see where this plays out. Like, and I read the whole book, 
And now, because I know that this is a series, I'm going to have to read the next five books, which oh are all just really bad smut. It's so good. Another thing I don't often do on this podcast is recommend other podcasts, but there is a podcast called Boobies and Newbies. And it's another one of the Lady Pod Squad members. So, like, I've checked it out a bunch. And basically, it is a woman who is very into essentially quote unquote romance novels who is introducing other folks to romance novels. So, she's like the experienced person, and they're the newbies. So they read, like, a romance novel, and it can fall under, like, any genre as long as it's, like, classified as that. So she's done, like, right. sci-fi ones, kind of like Lunatic Fringe and stuff like that. And they're, it's, like, ridiculous to hear, like, people who have never read a romance novel's take on <laughs> the whole situation. It's yeah. so good. So if anyone is into, like, this sort of, like, brain smut situation, check that out. I'll have to check it out. My it's home. really funny, too. Because they, like, read their, like, favorite passages and, like, how ridiculous they are and stuff like that. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. That was really fun. It was fun. It was fun. We have a good time together, turns out. There's I'm going to listen back. For a while. To, I know. I'm going to listen back. I'm like, I was babbling the entire time. It's I haven't great. been high in a while, so. No, I, uh, it's better than when Kate just, like, stops talking. I'm like, Kate, we're on a fucking podcast. <laughs> That's why we get a lot when we started working at Whole Foods together, which is how we met, by the way. Right. Uh, yeah, so we worked the Whole Foods, and I used to get in so much trouble because, well, we hit it off quickly, but I used to get into so much trouble because people would always just start talking to me, but Kelsey specifically would always be talking to me, and he would catch us in my station. And I had to, every time I had a review, he'd be like, You just talk too much to people. And I'd be like, I swear, it's not even me starting the conversation. And it was always Kelsey. So then one night we were closing together. And we just suddenly look over and he's just staring at us. Um, we were like. And then, <sighs> and then the next day he's like, Charlie, you know what? I've been watching you all night. And you're right. People just start approaching you. Right. It's not even your fault. No, yeah. it's really, it's totally my fault that we are friends mm -hmm. and that we dated. I think that was a mutual effort. It was a mutual effort. <laughs> but I also got my main state refund. So I got a Dyson hand vac. Ooh. A Dyson V6 animal, V8 animal one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I got a puppy, I vacuum like four times a day. The things we say now. It's a I'm thing. so excited about a vacuum. <laughs> so I know I told Aaron Mattel this and they were like, shut up, Kelsey. And I was like, no, I'm so excited about my vacuum. <laughs> it's almost erotic how excited we get about appliances. It's true. I love my vacuum a lot. And this is the V8 version, which is upgraded from the last one I tried. And it's so much better. And I can basically do my entire house. And I literally vacuum four times a day because I have a puppy. So that's my I've, life. I've been budgeting for a shark duo. Ooh, those so are good too. It's supposed to be like the pet vacuum. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have a, a friend of mine has like four dogs, and she said that's it's the best vacuum. Too many ever. dogs. It's like too many. So they foster dogs, and then they like so they right now they have three dogs, three cats, that like is a couple a couple mice or rats. 
too much for me. Yeah. There was a period yeah. of time when seven animals lived in this house. And then we had four animals at barns. It's too much. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But they do really well with it. And they're they're really great at, like, kind of managing it all. So. That's my other. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you so much. And thank you for our listeners for Flying High with Pilot Lights. If you would like to help support the show or check out any of our social media, you can do that at pilotlights.com. And if you've got a minute, please go over to Apple Podcasts, take a few minutes, give us five stars and a review. I spent a lot of time putting out an episode. It'll take you 30 seconds, just saying. And then I do have some Patreon supporters that I need to thank. April, Helen, Jill, Casey, Kendra, Sailor, Skip, and fucking Russ Guy.